hey, Joe Casaboni here, and I'm just letting you know that how I built it is now Streamlined Solopreneur. So if you're seeing a new artwork and a new name in your podcast player, that is expected and by design. The new name better reflects the mission and really what has been the mission of this show for the last few years, and I'm really excited about it. All the links in the show notes and how I built it will still work, but the show also has a new home over at streamlined.fm if you want to check it out. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, everybody, and welcome to How I Built Bits, a clip show that surfaces some of the best advice from nearly 300 interviews of How I Built It in 15 minutes or less. The clock's ticking, so let's dive into this clip from Chris Lemma on building stuff without code. That's right, Chris got into the no-code revolution before it was even called the no-code revolution. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by WP Wallet. Do you manage websites for clients? Do you feel on the hook for the cost of premium plugins? WP Wallet fixes that. WP Wallet is a free, simple, intelligent tool that helps WordPress professionals like you manage all your license keys and invoices for all your sites and clients. Sign up for a free account, connect a website, and WP Wallet automatically scans that site for plugins and marks the premium ones, even adding prices. No more making the decision of buying the plugin yourself or talking your client through the purchase process. WP Wallet gives you the best of both worlds. As someone who's managed multiple WordPress sites with premium plugins, this tool is a lifesaver. It will even allow you to send recurring invoices to your clients that can be paid on the spot. Never forget a renewal, lose a license key, or miss out on a reimbursement again. Join WP Wallet for free at wpwallet.com slash Joe. No, Joe, I am glad to say that I could build, like you you can, if you're like speed sure. timing this thing and you know what you're doing and you have it in your head, you can build everything I described uh, in half a day on a Saturday. Um, because it's literally just layering in the different components and then connecting some dots and then making sure that you, um, it's not code, but you have to make sure, okay, <laughs> so a mistake I made uh, the first time I was doing something with Zapier and Stripe was I just said, listen for this. And if the price is this or whatever, do whatever. And I forgot that I had other things going through Stripe. And so all of a sudden these people are getting tagged incorrectly in my CRM and I'm like, what's going on? And you go, Oh, I need to parse the descriptor because the amount I, I was charging in two different sites. I was charging $99. And then if someone sends me money a different way, but it all comes in through Stripe and hits as $99, that's just not a good way to do it. So you learn some little lessons, but fundamentally, once you start parsing the descriptor and then you start building out from there, um, and, and Zapier has not only matches, but they have definitely knots. So you can also say it matches this string, but it is not this string. Um, you can put some logic into that engine so that you're, so that you're protected. Uh, and then, and then the trick is finding players like Lob and like Startup Threads because you're like, someone must be doing this. And right. it turns out making t-shirts, everybody makes t-shirts, right? I've, I created a video on making a t-shirt. In fact, I have a different store that is a, a t-shirt site with WooCommerce that is using um, uh, Printful, I think. Um, and so it's great. It's a video. It shows you how to do it, whatever. But I can't do anything in an automated way where I say, if you sign up for a membership, you get automatically sent this one t-shirt for free. I can't do that with Zapier because it doesn't 
Printful and Zapier don't talk to each other, but startup threads and Zapier do. And so part of the work is researching which are the tools that connect, which are the tools that are available to me, and how can I leverage them the most? And most people, once they get their mindset on, I'm going to do X or I'm going to do Y, that's where they stop looking. And so part of the job is to keep looking at what are all the things that are available to me? How can I sweeten this up and make this easier? How can I make my life easier? How can I automate more so that I have less to do and the thing is running as a, as a smooth engine? Yeah, and like that's like, right. So there was no dev time, but there's still a ton of testing time, right? And uh, that's getting stuck, getting stuck or set on something is uh, definitely something you you need to be mindful of, right? Because uh, I I was working on a project where I was certain I would use PM Pro. Uh, Jason Coleman's a good friend of mine. He was the first guest on the show, and. Uh, for the uh, minimum viable product, I decided to nix memberships because they didn't make a whole lot of sense at first launch. And now I'm reconsidering using PM Pro because there is something that integrates with WooCommerce a little better, a little easier without me having to write code. Um, that's not to say that PM Pro is not a great product uh, because I I think it is. Uh, I'm talking to like a memberships expert here, so <laughs> but uh, it, it's not necessarily the right tool for the job. Right. And so the, the, the trick always is who's the person who's using it, right? So if we're talking to an audience that are all developers, PM Pro and Restrict Content Pro are fantastic products. They have a bunch of hooks and you can do a lot, right? But if you're talking to an audience of people who are uh, young programmers or not programmers at all, PM Pro can get scary, right? Because what happens is it has all the all the infrastructure you need, but then you're like, oh, I need this other add-on, this other add-on. And then you're like, how do you do this? And you send a note to Jason, who's a really awesome dude, and Jason sends you back a little bit of code, right? Like, oh, just drop this in, to, whether it's your functions file or some other place. And I know people who literally stop right there and go, I can't, I can't do anything because he sent me code. And I don't, I, like, this code could break my whole site if I put it in the wrong place. And you're like, it really can't, but I understand the fear, right? So different products are, are better for a different, different kinds of audiences. For me, you know, when I go and build all this stuff with membership and subscriptions and store and everything else on, on top of WooCommerce, what I'm looking for is that, that connection between the people who are building an extension for WooCommerce and the people who are building WooCommerce because I can't afford for those things to get out of sync. And so if you're a little further away, if you're a Restrict Content Pro or PM Pro or a bunch of the other players, they're kind of watching maybe a little bit at what WooCommerce just rolled out and figuring out if they have to do something. But SkyBridge and ProsPress are tight in and hooked in and constantly updating. So I want to make sure all of these pieces are working well together so that I don't have to worry about it. When there's an update to one or an update to another, it's not going to break the whole site. All right, that's it for this bit. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to How I Built It and join the mailing list to get more bite-sized advice for creators and small business owners. You can do both of those things at howibuilt.it slash subscribe. I'm Joe Casabona, and until next time, Get out there and build something.